The skills and credentials you need for the career you want are within reach at University of Maryland Global Campus. In accredited state university, UMGC offers online courses, personalized advising, lifetime career services, and more. Visit umgc.edu slash podcast. Matthew. Yes, sir. We're back. Never left. We um, we never left. Yeah, we've been in the same room. We actually have been recording all of these uh, since April 2020. Yeah. So, yeah, we it's been the same day. I'm getting a phone call right as we're recording this. Uh, let him. Uh, that's our guest, right? He is our guest. Uh, I'd like to welcome. Like, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it's Justin. He's not. He's not coming on this goddamn podcast. J- J- Justin heard us talking shit about his uh about his uh whispering in the wheat field. So whispering that is pussy eating. Pussy. Oh yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You know the yeah, you fo- yo. Oh my god, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You see, I can't tell you now, but I'll tell you. Re- really? <laughs> All right, tell me later. <laughs> yeah, so Our audience will be pissed. Oh my god, fucking hell! Um, your voice is better. Yeah, it's hard for it to get worse. Yeah. Last uh, last podcast, or should I mean not episode twenty seven, uh, the the Snyder Cut uh thing? Yeah, that was probably the most painful podcast i've ever been a part of yeah that went up a little later than i would have liked to but i just couldn't do it mm-hmm. it was wasn't too bad editing right i wasn't too bad it actually wasn't okay that's good yeah because it... i felt i felt terrible so i'm glad i, I think it's because i really pushed myself not to talk like an idiot i mean no it, like it still sounded like you were an idiot yeah but you know <laughs> It's an thing I'm like a paste eating idiot. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. It's not paste eating that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an idiot by choice. I'm an idiot by trade uh, by paste. Yeah. Idiot by trade. Listen, man. Did you see anything? I uh, saw some trailers. Yeah. Saw some TV shows. What uh, what trailer did you see? Uh, all suicide, no squad. They, the that's, movie. That's right, man. Did you see the red band trailer? Yeah. I did. Yeah. What did you What did you think? I liked it. I, I liked it too. Yeah. I can't complain. I mean, the thing is, though, I most Red Band trailers I see, I feel like it's just like, like, I feel like the good jokes aren't really even in that trailer because it's a lot of like, oh, we're R-rated. So it's like, Yo, this fucking fucker. So what you're you saying what is I mean? it, it should get even better. I'm, I'm saying the actual movie should, uh, will probably be actually funnier. Yeah. Instead of just like this fucking fuck fuck like just john cena saying fuck you know it, it um it was kind of funny to me i didn't mind it but i my humor is different to other people's i i think i'm just like used to just the style of trailers like this like i, I think i'm like beyond trailers like yeah. i think i'm too good for them now yeah. i don't know I, I like most trailers don't impress me at all like i think i i know all the tricks and now i'm just kind of like okay like i need to see the movie no of course i'm the, i'm the same way and i was speaking with jabril mm-hmm. and jabril said like yo when's the last time you saw a trailer and i'm like bro if it wasn't for this podcast i wouldn't pay attention to trailers exactly so i don't uh yeah trailers just don't because you already know what you're gonna watch and if you don't if you're curious mm-hmm. you're like okay maybe i'll watch the trailer if it's like a different type of movie but the last time i think i actively seeked out watching a trailer for something maybe it was when the final trailers for game of thrones were coming out mm. but like i don't even 
I wouldn't even say I like I just saw them on Reddit. I'm like, oh, I might as well watch it. Like actively seeking it out. Like even Endgame, like everything. Like I I think I I think I got spoiled watching trailers just going to the movies. So I saw them by accident. Yeah. But like now I'm like like I'm so disconnected. Like when you were like, oh, the trailer for this, I'm like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. I thought that was so in development. Like I'm just so like out. You think uh our trailers dying? I don't think they're done. No, because they still get hype. If anything, they're, like, stronger than ever. But, like... Because, like, I honestly think trailers now, like, as much as shit they may get, I think they're better now than they were, like, 30, 40 years ago. Like, have you seen a trailer from the 80s? They, they're, they're so bad. <laughs> they're, they're either, like, the fucking, like, in a world where <laughs> Rick is straight, or it's, like, what fucking... Fuck? <laughs> or, it's, or it's, like, fucking, like... Like, they just spoil the whole thing. Like, he did this, and then this... Like, they just give you the plot. They basically just show you 90% of the movie. And then, except for maybe the ending. And even then, they maybe show a scene from it. It's, it's like, what, why'd you... Why are you just showing me the entire film? You remember the the trailer we made in uh, in middle school? Yeah, kinda. For immediate, yeah, there's someone honking at the floor. I'll kill that motherfucker. Oh my, oh my god, isn't that the, the teacher who met Kanye? I remember that guy. Yeah, well, did he meet Kanye? Yeah, he told us a story how he met Kanye, and he was like an asshole. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so. of course. Yeah, we um we made a trailer and like. A year after we, I remember we were so hyped that we made that trailer because it was such a good trailer. It was the best one in the class, easily. But um, it was funny because uh, it was actually kind of the worst trailer that I've ever seen in my life. Like looking (laughs) back on it later, and not even like like years later, like just one year later, I was like, bro, we spoiled the whole movie in that trailer. Mm -hmm. Like, did you do you remember? It was yeah, no, no, I I know, I remember more the shittier trailer that I made the next year. Because I was in the same class again, and then I fucking was with a worse group. Like, if I was with you, I would have cared in that class, yeah. but, like, I, I was just in that group, and we somehow made a worse trailer. Like, we had green screen that didn't work, we had a bunch of shit, like, it was terrible. Yeah, we... At least ours was, like, competent for seventh grade media class. Oh, yeah, no, it, it was great. It was just that yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we spoiled everything in the, in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's every 80s movie. Oh, well... Like, literally... Literally watch the trailer for Blade Runner. I'll never have to recommend it on the podcast. You'll know what the entire movie's about. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, I, yeah. I don't watch trailers anymore either. If it wasn't for this, um, I do like them though in the theater because it, it's usually the movies that I would never watch. So that I don't mind. But. Yeah, but for big movies, I fucking hate. I feel like I hate trailers because there are sometimes. You show up kind of early, and then the trailers are just going for, like, fucking a decade, it feels like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I remember seeing fucking... Oh, what's the one with fucking Robert Pattinson in it? With Harry Potter? Goblet of Fire? Yeah. I remember, seeing, I remember seeing that movie, and the trailers were 40 fucking minutes long. Damn. I was I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was, you know, I didn't say that because I was, like, five. Yeah. You I should've. said, like, what the heck, dude? You should have. Like, what the fuck, on. mom? What the fuck? <laughs> my mom... My mom would have fucking killed me. She would have took a gun and shot me in the face. I'm happy that that's happening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know, trailers. Uh, I don't. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They they also do kind of ruin the movie. I mean, I understand the last point on this. Remember in Civil War how they had a uh, the trailer and Spider Man was in it. Yeah. Now I get why they did it because it was a great marketing. But could you imagine if they didn't do it? Mm-hmm. And it was just in the in the movie. 
Yeah, or fucking... What's the one movie where they could have fucking... There's a few movies where, like, they just have, like, huge plot elements, like, be, like, the stinger at the end. I'm like, dude, if I went into the movie knowing, like, not knowing fucking, uh, you know, Doomsday was in the movie, I might have thought that scene was confident. Probably still not, but you know. I still would have hated it, but I'm. I'm yeah, so I'm actually happy. At least would have been. A, at least there could have been a kind of surprise, like like oh okay, like this is kind of. Cool, no, with that like, I'm happy they did they did show it because really? I was already because at that point I couldn't get any matter. Yeah, uh, at that point, your expectations couldn't have been lower. Yeah, because it was like I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, I know exactly how this movie's gonna be. You see, I I just wish trailers were more mysterious at this point. Like, I was thinking about it, right? I, I saw, like, The Great Gatsby on TV the other day. Yeah. Like, the uh, the Leo DiCaprio, like, Tobey Maguire version, right? And it's, like, an okay movie. But, like, when Leo shows up, that's the best scene. You've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, when Leo shows up, it's the best part because he's kind of, like, mysterious or whatever. He's like, oh, good sport. I'm Gatsby. I'm like, what if, like, and a movie would never do this if they got Leo. Like, they're going to put him on every poster, right? But, like, what if, like, they didn't tell you who was Gatsby? Yeah. No, that would... Like, what if they didn't? And then the trailer's like, like it's literally like, who is Gatsby? Like, what if that's the tagline? Like, and everyone's like, yo, who is cast as the great Gatsby? Yeah, that would be beautiful. And then you're in the theater and everyone nuts when they see Leo fucking DiCaprio as the great Gatsby. I'm like, why? I guess you can't really do that now because you can just go on the internet and see set photos. But like, still. There could be a way maybe you could do it if it's like a fully closed set, a small yeah. cast, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe now during the pandemic you could yeah. do it because it'd be less like people everywhere. Maybe. Yeah, but it's it's just fucking marketing. But even then, man, like if you make it, but at least if it's if it's marketing, make it creative. But see, the marketing in and of itself, who is the guy? That's what makes you want to watch it. So even then, mm-hmm. you would you could still go in. Yeah, no, fuck these people. <laughs> fuck them. They're they're stupid. What did you make? But also, but also, you know, fucking if you're making the Great Gatsby and you hire Leo DiCaprio. People are seeing it to see Leo DiCaprio. Of course. So I mean, yeah. Of course. Uh, what did you What did you make of the trailer? Though you said you enjoyed it. Are you hyped for it? Uh, yeah, I'm hyped just because it's James Gunn. Like he, uh, he's he's been good to me. Has he? I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Guardians movies. Those are the only, those are the few movies in the MCU I think become top tier. Yeah. Like get, go beyond the formula. So I I love James Gunn. I'm glad he's working on this uh it seems more fun and creative like i like the shark like just the street shark <laughs> yeah, I, <saw> that. <laughs> uh, I like uh uh pete davidson i can take or leave yeah but, uh, fucking john Aegean cena yeah i can't wait for that uh, if, if he dies yeah. very quickly i'm gonna be upset i think he might i yeah. I, I think he might too and i'm gonna be very upset if he dies there, there's a so because there's a lot of stunt casting i can tell in this movie. yeah i think it's gonna be like half the cast dies in the beginning it's they're all gonna get slip knotted the man who can climb everything and then uh <laughs> then it's gonna be like you know captain flag and then harley oh, now keep that. talking because i gotta close my goddamn door Dude, this guy is fucking bombing on the podcast right now. I'm sorry. So fucking suck. Yeah, but no, like it, it seems pretty good. I I I like uh, I like the style. I like how it's like fun, but it does not like try. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be try hard like the the first movie was. Oh my god, how is this gonna but, play out though? Is it um is it just just a different one? Like is it just hey like this is just for fun? What do you mean? Because uh, there's only one per or there's two people from the original movie, or three. Oh, there's more. 
there's like a solid few people. I mean, you got fucking Boomerang, Harley, Captain Flat. It's like a sequel. No, Amanda Waller's in it. Yeah, too. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's only is it? It's a sequel. Yeah. Oh. I'm assuming. I mean, it's the same people. I thought it was just like a separate one. They're like, hey, here you go. Here's a different version. No, I think I think all of so I think Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, and then this are like a loosely connected trilogy. No. Like they're all technically in the same universe, even though they kind of have nothing to do with each other. They need to stop doing universe. No more. No more universe. I, 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 no, because they're all connecting them in one in the fucking Crisis on Infinite fucking uh, Snyders. Or whatever. Oh, no. No, no more Cri- Snyders. Crisis, crisis on Infinite Deborah. Could you... <laughs> <laughs> crisis oh, on no, Infinite dude. Snyders. Fuck, dude. She's, she's, she's gone. Jesus. She's gone? She's gone. There's Crisis on Infinite of her? Oh, like, that's fucked. Dude, it's over. The podcast is canceled. Yeah, can we have, like... Crisis on Infinite Hollywood Bible. <laughs> Dude, I... Holy shit. That, that's, that's what's going to happen when too many people want to guest star. It's going to be Crisis on Infinite Dude, Bibles. it's going to be a... We already we, have which a... Is weird, which is weirdly happening. We have a like, backlog. I was walking my friend... What? We have a backlog of guests. No, we actually do. Yeah. We have a queue. Like, I, I, like, literally, my friend was like, yo, what am I getting on? I'm like, do you even watch movies? <laughs> like, what, what are you going to talk about? Do you, know what a, do you know what a camera is, son? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Dude, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, the Suicide Squad it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. It's coming out on August. Yeah, so it's a good summer movie. I'm hyped for. It. I kind of want to see it in theaters, but I won't do that because I have HBO Max. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the next thing. Oh, so that was something that we saw. Let me talk. Let me talk to you about something I saw. Mm. So I've been watching a shit ton of Suits. Suits. Oh, that looks like a show you would like. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very good. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, they have... Uh, see, I knew this was going to happen. I knew what, right when I started talking about it, I was going to forget the names of the characters. Harvey Specter is the main guy. Mm-hmm. And you also have another guy. Um, mm-hmm. What's his fucking name? I knew this was going to happen. Dude, who's that fucking rat face guy? Is that Rick Hoffman? Yeah, mate. I just remember when I saw the show on TV randomly. I remember there was this one guy on there. I'm like, this is the ugliest man of all time. That's so rude. You fucking no, no. Yeah, Rick Hoffman, dude. This guy is hideous. You're an asshole. I feel like such an asshole. Like, he's just like... But then he's a millionaire. He's on a fucking TV show. I mean, he, he doesn't care what the Hollywood Bible thinks. Nah, he will. He will. The J. Yeah. Patrick Adams is also in there. Uh, Meghan Markle is... Oh, is this the show she's on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. She's fucked. She's... <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna get fucking killed in England right now. Uh, no, she's in the good she's old America. Get, she's, she's gonna get Diana. Nah, bro, she's oh, in America. Shit. We got her, dog. Oh yeah, we yeah, ain't letting those fucking is... Brits get over Isn't here. Isn't fucking oh god? Doesn't Catherine Heigl go on the show at one point? I don't. I don't know who the fuck that is. Listen, that, you ever see the movie Knocked Up? No. Okay, well, yeah, probably you probably have no idea that is. Then. I'm on. I'm on season two. About to finish season two. Um, mm-hmm. the show's great. I really like Harvey Specter. J. Patrick Adams is good as well. Um, Meghan Markle is good. I hate her character. Mm-hmm. Because uh, she's basically a high school person. Like, she's a high schooler yeah. in the show. It's uh, it's about her and J. Patrick Adams and, like, their relationship, right? And it's really yeah. annoying because, spoiler alert, like, skip, like, 30 seconds. But um, they keep going on yeah, and off well. again. Mm. It's, it's just, like, she... she 
She says, oh, I don't date anybody from work. And he's like, oh, okay. He gets a girl, and then she kisses him afterwards. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, that's basically how shows... That, that's how shows keep the audience interested, I guess. But it's just annoying, because the show's really smart. But the the romance of it is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's... Well, I'll, I'll talk about a show like that in a second. Yeah, but, uh... No, yeah, no, that's that's like every. I feel like every network TV show just has that romance in it. It's so it's like the same one. It's so annoying. Um, luckily right now they're they're not doing it, so I'm happy about mm-hmm. that. They're not doing the stupid scenes with those two. But you know, Harvey Specter is great. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the character, and J. Patrick Adams brings a good uh balance to the show because he's like the human side of things. You mean Patrick J. Adams? J- yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i'm looking at the cast right now yeah. by the way they they call her uh on 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 google she's now megan duchess of suffix uh on up for the cast yeah so. I, I will never refer to her as that um but uh <laughs> how about rick how about how about rat face how about fucking uh peter Pettigrew? jesus <laughs> jesus <laughs> he kind of looks like him it's kind of he's got a rat face Wait, who are you talking about Rick Hoffman. Oh. Look at the cast. I thought Maybe you were calling Meghan Markle. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was like, damn, bro. Dude, I'm, not, I'm, not find UK, I'm not the UK media. I'm not going to fucking oh, yeah. call her. Oh, God. But, um, yeah. What's it? Patrick J. Adams? Yeah, Patrick J- James Adams. J. Patrick. I'm just going to keep calling him J. Patrick because ne- it's just funny. Neil, pa- Neil Patrick Harris Adams. Ah, yes. He kind of looks like him. I can see it. But, um, yeah, no, he brings a good balance to the show. He brings the human side of things, which is nice. It it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Doctor Who in terms of, like, their relationship. Mm-hmm. So, between Patrick J. Adams, I keep, like, I'm going to fuck it up again, Um, and uh, Harvey Specter, because Harvey's, like, the guy who's really arrogant, but he's always right. He always gets the job done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's also, like, carefree. He's, like, he's a lawyer. He doesn't care. He does what he has to do to get the job done. And mm-hmm. he's not like that. So it brings a good balance. Sometimes it's annoying, but it, they do it almost perfectly every time. It's really good so far. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show. So I've heard. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a show my dad's really into. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen clips of it. It's very good. What about you, man? What's that show you were talking about? Uh, so I've, I've, uh, I've been seeing this show the past uh, past few weeks called The O.C. Oh, my Have you ever heard? fucking God. I- have you ever heard about this show? Yeah, I think you told me about this before, but I also have heard of it. Yeah, so this show is known at this point, which is, it's weird. It's weird when you go back and look, because this show was, like, super huge. Mm. Like, I even kind of remember this was a big show, but, like, I feel like no one really remembers it. They remember it for one scene, which is the, ooh, what you say? You know that? No, that I don't. That song? I do know that song. No, you know the Jason Derulo yeah. remix that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's known for like whenever there's like a fucking someone gets shot. Like SNL did a parody of it. When someone gets shot, they do the ooh, what you say? And you know, that shit. Yeah. Because that happens in this show. So it's known for that. But like, it's weird that like, I'm like, wow, like these are like, this is like an actual show that actually exists. Because <laughs> I've known it as a meme for years. So did you, but, you, you've been watching it though? Yes, I've been watching it. I'm, I'm like halfway through season one and it's uh it's actually I'm, I'm shocked so I saw a YouTube video on this show because I was never gonna watch this of course 
And then I saw a YouTube video that called it underrated. So I watched it. And I'm like, you know what? Let me give the show a shot. And I actually like it quite a bit. I think I, the reason I like it is I thought when I first heard of the show, it was like kind of like trashy, just rich people. Yeah, yeah. Like literally just like trashy rich people. Like, oh, look at these people's wonderful houses and whatever. But the actual show is like framed from the perspective of the outsiders. So it's basically, basically the whole premise of the show is this kid, Ryan, he basically like is in a shitty neighborhood. Like his parents are like his dad's uh, dead and his mom's an alcoholic, whatever. Beautiful. So he's like doing, cri- doing crimes. Excellent. And then his, his attorney, Sandy Cohen, who's a top tier TV dad up there with, uh, with Carl Winslow, mm. but fucking he, he basically is like, Oh, your mom like left you, whatever. I'm going to take you in for a little bit. And they basically, it takes t- way too long, but he finally gets custody over him. So he takes care of this, like, degenerate. And he also has his son, uh, what is it? What's it? Seth Cohen, mm. who's, like, a comic book nerd or whatever. And so basically it's them, but they all hang out with, like, rich fucking California, like, trash, basically. And I I, I don't know. It's, it's actually pretty good. What's it on? It, it's on HBO Max. Okay. It's actually pretty good, but it's also that show. I'm going to talk about positive in a second, but it's also one of those shows where you can feel like sometimes they wrote it in a weekend. (laughs) So like, it's one of those shows that I feel like you would sometimes hate because it feels like at the end of scenes are like, okay, how can we make this as dramatic as possible? But they don't like think of the consequences. I'm going to give you an example. And this isn't a spoiler because it literally has like no consequences. So one of the kids is trying to be cool with Ryan right so he brings ryan's friend to a party and he's like why'd you bring him he's trouble whatever and of course it's all white kids and then like the one mexican guy they bring is like the troublemaker so literally he like he's like oh okay don't worry he's doing fine bro and then he's drunk he's like yo yo check it out and he brings a gun it's like all right cool and then he gets in a fight with this one kid and he shoots him in the arm and you're like oh shit like dude like he got shot like that's crazy and like the only real repercussions from any of this is the next episode. The one guy is like, hey, thanks for taking me to the hospital. And he's like waving the hand that sh- he got <laughs> shot at. And I'm like, I'm like, come on. Man. Dude. Like, it's, it's like, how can we make it as dramatic as possible this episode? But they don't like think about it. Like, they don't, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, he got shot. And now he's all right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I've been taking my medication for getting shot <laughs> it's, like, it's like all right you know, it's just like dumb shit like that it's like you know it's like mean? when you get shot up in gta and you go to a uh, soda yeah, fountain he got, he got wasted and then no okay. no no. i'm talking about when you get like shot up and then you go get a soda and then you <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no yeah yeah, yeah no essentially yes yeah, it's yeah, just like kind of like that yeah it, it's just it, it, there's dumb shit like that also the romance like by episode two She's basically because it's already a love triangle, and by episode two, the girl in it, who's the worst character by far, like she basically goes up to the main character, like, "What well, is there a future with me and us?" It's like you, you just met, <laughs> like you've known each other for like three days. No, but that, right? dude, that's realistic. Yeah, I get. Like they develop the right relationship more. Like it makes sense why they like each other now. But I'm like, how are you like having this conversation? Episode two. Dude, like in the pilot, they barely talk. They only kind of like do glances at each other. But episode two, they finally talk, and then I'm like, by the end, she's like in love. And I'm like, what? Dude, that shit's realistic, man. I'm telling you. <sighs> I'm for California, fucking it alcoholics. Happens. I guess. No, it Holy happens. Fuck. It happens here too, bro. 
Yeah, well, I so yeah, I mean, I live in South Florida, I know, but uh, <laughs> usually those girls don't mean it. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, so fucking, but the show is good. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's very self-aware, and I think the show is saved by two things. Number one, it's very self-aware, and all the characters, like the main characters anyway, realize how like like empty their lives are. Like literally, like almost every episode, the the characters have a conversation where they're like, "We should honestly just move." Like this town is sucking the soul out of us. Mm. Like it, like it's like one of those things. It's kind of like a Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, obviously not as good, but like where it's showing you the excesses, but like that excess is part of the problem. You know, it's not like it's always like this is bad. Like it's just showing you it, but it's showing you how the characters are like negatively affected. And also, because Seth Cohen, who I think was like the first well-written nerd character ever because it was like oh three and he was like actually cool but he also like read comic books mm. so and he and he's like probably the highlight of the show yeah so, i don't want to get too much deep i've talked about it enough but I, I i'd honestly recommend it but you just need to know it's like 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 the getting shot shit like there's just some moments where it's like okay how, they, how many seasons these people it's like four i think but like the the episode there's a lot of episodes per season and uh is it a is it an hbo show or is it just on hbo max it, it was on fox but okay. it's on hbo max currently right okay so right. i would recommend it i honestly think the pilot is probably one of the better episodes i've watched so far right. which i was shocked usually pilots are kind of shit so. yeah yeah there's but a no, lot it's, of it's, fucking background noise behind me bro it's just yeah, people it's, it's pe- going on people are honking i hate this goddamn place Honk. <laughs> I, uh, are you done with yours? Yeah, I'm done. I, I'd say the OC so far, highly recommended. Highly recommended. Um, and what you said, you're almost done season one. Uh, I'm actually no, I'm more like one third. I thought I was halfway through, but there's like 27 episodes in the wow. first season, Holy and it's 40 shit. minutes, which I'm glad. Like honestly, like I like when there's a lot of episodes in a season, usually. You, what uh you said you're one third usually what ends up happening with those shows is uh there's a lot of filler crap oh i i've heard season one's by far the best season and then it's like peaks and valleys so yeah so i feel like i'm gonna come back tell you about when i finished season one and tell you yeah it was really good and then you'll ask me about it in like three months and i'll be like yeah i saw them finish season three <laughs> yeah because arrow uh, arrow for season one and two was great and mm-hmm. then it was just up and down, up and down. So yeah, that's what. Because I, I feel like they they start with a great premise, especially like teen shows like that. Like yeah. I heard the first season of Riverdale wasn't that bad. Yeah, but no, then they just get it. yeah, and then they just get like fucking stupid. And I don't know why. I do want to watch Riverdale though because uh, it, it, it did, I didn't find it that interesting, but it was okay enough where i was like I've, I've seen i've seen cringe compilations of it which were pretty funny but yeah i need to i need to check it out um i watched one other thing it was uh the gentleman oh the fucking uh who yeah that, yeah I yeah that. yeah it was I a, seeing a trailer for that yeah it was it was very good i watched it uh the, i watched the movie a few days ago actually i think two days ago it was uh great i, I really liked mm-hmm. it the um was it matthew mcconaughey's in it is uh yeah it's good directed by um the same man who made man from uncle mm, oh guy Ritchie. guy Ritchie, yes i liked it i really liked the show the show the movie it's 
I don't want to say too much on it because I don't like doing that with movies because we're not dissecting this movie. But um, mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable, and it's you got to pay attention to it a little bit because they're telling you a story in the past, and then it catches up with the present, and then it's going to the future. But it's it's really clever, but it's really British clever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like British humor. Yeah, so it's like, that's most Guy Ritchie things. But I love it though. It's uh, I've. I understand it a little bit. I think you would as well because you watch the other stuff as well. So yeah. it, it's good. It's a, it's really yeah. clever. It's really fast paced. Yeah, he, he made Sherlock too, right? Sherlock Holmes. Guy Ritchie. Uh, I think yeah, so. That was yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah, it, it's basically yeah, I, like that. It, that in terms of pacing. He's he's very much all style, no substance. But like it's yeah, I I I like his style. Yeah, I like his style too. You know what I mean? Like I, I want like I I watch a Guy Ritchie movie. I'm not like. And that was really smart, but I'm like, okay, that was like really fun. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? that that's pretty much what it is. And this is a little smart, but it's not like completely like blow your mind. Yeah, no, crazy. It's not my dinner with Andre. You know oh I mean? no, 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 <laughs> it's definitely not. But uh, it's um, I liked it. I, I re- it was enjoyable. It's really fun to watch. Um, and I, I would recommend this as well. I'm not gonna go too much into detail because I think I might recommend it one day on the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. But um. Yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about in this segment? Uh, no, I'm good. Alright, well then. Let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with the movie. Mm-hmm. People like to have fun during the holidays. You know what's not fun? Returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. All right, Matthew. Yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I recommended a movie to you. Mm-hmm. Now, this was uh, around the same time as when I had a test coming up in finance. Mm-hmm. That was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but since then, other stuff has come out uh, regarding Wall Street people as well, which I hopefully will not forget to talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, Margin Call. Yes. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Mm. I liked it. Uh, there are certain things I liked about it that I feel like you probably dislike about it. <laughs> yeah. and we'll get into that. Yeah. So, but, but there, there are certain things I'm like, I feel like Rick would hate this, but like as a movie, I think this is fine. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I like, I think the acting is superb oh for the most God. part. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Ex- except for Demi Moore. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Wait, well, and, it, was she, um, she a girl with black hair. Was it, was her character's name Sarah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. She was very wooden. Uh, sometimes Zachary Quinto for me, I I kind of thought he was like, I don't know what to say about his performance. Like he was good, but like sometimes he was a little too like bumbling. Like 
Oh, well, actually, uh, I was doing my thesis on pr- propeller Teslas. Yeah, you know, you remember that scene, though? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, uh, actually, it's, so you're a rocket scientist. Yeah, you could uh, say that. It's like, all right, I feel like, I, I don't know what, it, it's, some parts, of, some scenes I just couldn't buy, but mm. he, he was good. I actually thought fucking the guy, the, the guy from you was much better than him. Yeah, yeah. I wish they switched Penn, roles. Penn Badgley, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. Uh, I but besides like besides like some weird performance, some like weird moments, like the acting is like that's oh, beautiful top tier. I mean, beautiful. It's I, I you know we should talk him a lot for good reason because he's a raging pedophile. He's great, man. He's a great yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no, not true. <laughs> but in this movie, he gives a very good performance. Probably the best performance. Him or uh, Jeremy Irons, maybe. Really, I I for me it was um Paul uh, maybe Paul Stanley Benton. too. Who? Paul Bettany. Oh yeah, he was good as well. It's funny I watched this and then I watched the WandaVision. The WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I actually thought Stanley Tucci. I mean, everyone was pretty Everyone's good. But Stanley great. Tucci was was great as well. Yeah, they're all great. I, I really enjoy. See, Kevin Spacey annoyed me because I've seen so much of House of Cards and that's where I know him from that he doesn't mm-hmm. have the accent, and I thought like that accent was part of him. No, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, it's not. I saw when I saw him just speaking like a normal fucking i guess not even a new yorker just like a fucking corporate dickhead that's that's how he sounds in like every movie yeah i'm just like oh my god what like happened he sounded like that and fucking <laughs> but no uh but yeah he he was fantastic uh even though you know he sucks but he's a great dude yeah i'm no he's not a great dude <laughs> but yeah uh what do you what do you because I, th- I thought the movie was quite good i thought it was tense i felt like it was dramatized, but for the most part, it didn't feel like it felt realistic for, but I didn't think the drama was like, got too like stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there were some parts I'm like, this is kind of dumb, but like other parts where I'm like, I feel like they dramatized it enough to make it an entertaining movie. Cause I feel like if this exact scenario happened in real life, it'd be so boring. Yeah. So I, um, I felt the exact same way you did. The acting mm-hmm. is beautiful. I didn't mind Zachary Quinto in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. There were some parts, but I think it, they annoyed me a little less than you did because it was just I, I washed over it very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I that didn't bother me too much. But I thought the acting was fantastic. I think it carries the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think the script is okay. And the reason yeah. I say it's okay is because I know what the situation is. And when they're trying to describe it, and I've seen other finance movies too that are mm-hmm. extremely entertaining. And I was watching this and I'm like, this is kind of annoying. Um yeah but i've seen this movie i think it's like the fourth time i watched it mm-hmm. so i do like the movie it's just that it could be better than it is if the director and the writer put a little bit more time into the actual the the part that went wrong yeah well because like what they basically because I, I guess is we're in a pretty big short world i guess so nobody knew how to explain the financial crisis in on a movie so what they do is they don't try at all. <laughs> was this before? Yeah, this was like 2011. Big Short was 2015. Oh yeah, okay, right, right, right. So you you have nobody talking about like subprime mortgages or like anything. Basically, it's literally just like yo. I looked at this data shit. Like literally, even I, me, was looking. I'm like, I really doubt the financial crisis was alerted about because someone looked at a data sheet that was on some guy's flash drive. Yeah, I, 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 f- I forget I, how they figured it out, but um. Yeah, but I, I'm like, 
I'm like, okay, so because even me, I'm like, okay, so this one guy, Stanley Tucci's character, this one guy, was just as a side project checking to see if the market will crash, and then before he's fired, gives it to a guy, says, "Be careful." Well, and then the, the he, Stanley he, Tucci's he, character is a uh, he was supposed to do that. That wasn't a side project. He's the risk guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. But yeah. like, st- but like, it's still like. Did, why why did he not tell anyone until like now because like he, he didn't he know just, he was getting fired he just figured it out i guess maybe. and so it was um he was he was looking into it and he was going about it and he was like just checking the numbers he's like something's not right here and then he got fired he's like yo i have an important project and then paul bettany goes don't worry about it and mm-hmm. he's like all right well fuck it and then he's you know what i'll give it to this guy this guy seems bright he seems nice instead of giving it to Penn badgley because he's a fucking idiot um, yeah, he gives it to Zachary Quinto. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that part. Okay, I know it makes sense, but mm-hmm. also um, I, what I think my biggest problem is just the overall like e- even me an idiot when it comes to the details of like the stock market and the financial crisis. I'm like, I really doubt it was like. Let me check this thing real quick. Oh, let me. I found the solution. Oh my god, I did all. I did the math, and it equals the market will crash. <laughs> Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? You know I, what I mean? I they they just did it in a poor way. Uh the, the movie did well, it in no, a poor way. Cuz the thing is they just didn't try, which exactly. I kind of liked because I feel like cuz I feel like you couldn't like cuz the way the big short does it, right? Is that it's very like it's like a comedy, like it's very like funny whatever. So like you have like cutaway gags of like Margot Robbie in a bathtub or whatever yeah. explaining it. Like in this movie you couldn't really have that. And I don't know how you would film this, like, what happened? You know, like, even that, like, there are certain, because I remember the scene you told me on the podcast once, the one where, like, Jeremy Irons is, like, an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, I still thought, I was, like, rewatching. I'm like, yeah, like, he's kind of a fucking idiot. But, like, it could have been so much dumber. Like, okay, explain to me how right now the market will crash me, the CEO of this company. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, but it could have been so much they, dumber. But it could have been better, too. So, I remember when I first watched The Big Short, I hated it. But I watched it when I was 15, 16. And then, then when I like actually understood what went wrong and I watched the movie again, I was like, this movie's amazing. Because it does a fantastic job of explaining it. This one, it, like you said, it doesn't try. But what they could have done was have Jeremy Irons been like, so what you're saying is this, this, this means this will go wrong. Instead of Zachary Quinto doing everything. Because the movie's biased, right? We, we, it's fully biased against the, the, the investment bankers. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely so that's i don't mind that as like a movie point of view but it's really annoying when the movie is this good and all it needs is just that little bit of explanation and you don't yeah. get it yeah because i i kind of know what you mean because i mean obviously i'm i have no love for these investment bankers <laughs> at all in the real life right yeah but like when you when you are very because literally there's just conversations in this movie and i feel like we're being very negative because i do really like this movie. <laughs> like i, I like like i like the conversations that are in it but there's a lot of conversations about like basically the bankers are like you know money is all fake and you know the one percent deserve to stay on top and you know normal people they need us like shit like that yeah. you know what i mean like like oliver stone <laughs> level like just preaching to the audience but like they don't explain enough what exactly they're doing, so you're like it may seem to to a person watching it. If someone was really defending investment bankers, this movie they'd look at it, they wouldn't change their mind. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh, well, they, they explained it in a poor way what actually happened. And then, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, my role. And I don't I don't like defending these fuckers because they're idiots. Yeah, like, fuck these people. Yeah. So, I, what I did like about the movie was that it, it gets you into their mindset of, like, how they are. Mm-hmm. So, it, it does a good job of that. Uh, if you, Even if you see in the beginning, when uh, Kevin Spacey's first introduced, he's like, my mm-hmm. dog is dying, right? Paul... Paul Bettany goes in there, he's like, he's confused. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? Mm-hmm. And it's weird, because, like, if you told me that, I'd be like, oh, damn. Like that. Mm-hmm. But Paul, he, he just didn't give a fuck. And it was funny, yeah. too, because Kevin Spacey is crying about his dog, and he doesn't care that all these people are getting laid off and something big's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it shows you the, the dynamics and the difference between the guys. Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think for that, it was like, because I think the dog and the the people at the company are kind of connected. So I think he was crying about his dog, but I think he was also crying about like, like I think Kevin Spacey's character was the only one who actually cared about like the other people in the company. I think, I think he did. I think he was the only one that cared, but he, it wasn't like a caring of how uh, it's not the same type of caring as when you would see other people get fired. So Mm -hmm. when, when he's seeing them get fired, he's like, okay, like, it happens normally yeah it, it's not a difference it's not anything unique i think he was more upset about the dog mm-hmm. yeah maybe but I, I think it was kind of like supposed to be kind of a both kind of thing and i i don't i don't uh, i don't think he just because of the ending of the movie which we'll get to because mm-hmm. i really like it just i think it's like there uh, i think there's something with the dog and like innocence or something like that you know what i mean yeah which i can kind of talk about because right before <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's right before Quinto discovers the, uh, the like the problem basically. Like he solves the the financial crisis equation or whatever. Yeah. Like it cuts to Kevin Spacey with his dog, or whatever, and it's like right. He's like laying on him, whatever. I think that's supposed to be the innocence or like the idea that like the system's still working, and then <clears throat> the whole movie happens. They find out about the crisis. They have the fire sale, whatever. So at the end, he's like burying the dog, and I think that's supposed to represent like. Like, all of his trust that, like, what he was doing was actually worth it. Like, his job, everything. Kind of, he's burying it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, yeah, because he, um, as the movie went on, he was starting to lose faith. But he also, I think he already didn't have the faith anyway. Yeah, I, I think he was already fucked because the people, that's what I'm saying, like, the people who were getting fired, I think he was already at a low point to start. And then by the next day, he literally says, I'm only here because I need money. Yeah, yeah. Like, where I think before he actually thought he maybe was, like, doing something of value. Yeah, no, of course. The That, that is a good point, that he buries the dog and it's pretty much symbolizing the crash of the market and everything. The only thing mm-hmm. I would have to say against that is that they, they know that it's going to crash. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a cycle, you know what I mean? It's like, they do great, and then they get greedy, they fuck up, and then the market crashes. Yeah, but I think it's just... I, I think... To some from a them, movie point of view yeah yeah, yeah. but also yeah. to some of them like it could have been easily avoided but they just got too greedy like yeah. i think i spe- i think mostly it's kevin spacey's character who's like you know disgusted because he's like because not only that well it's also because his son also has a firm too like mm-hmm. he talks about his son so he's like not only thinking about like i don't know if he's like cares about everybody in the world but at least to his son he's like oh i fucked him with like this or whatever was he and like it's on my hand 
Huh? I don't. Was he thinking about his son? Because didn't he? Didn't Zachary point it out? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's thinking about his son because at the end the wife talks about, okay, our son's firm is okay. Right, like but at the very, very end. But he it was Zach who pointed it out though. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he, uh, what's it called? I think he thought about it like afterwards, like after that scene is what I mean. Right after, but he wasn't even thinking about it, and he wasn't thinking about other people. Yeah. That's why I don't think he cares that the people are getting fired. I think the only one who really cares is, is Zachary Quinto. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so... The, the rocket scientist. The, the main problem... Here, here's the here's the issue in, in the movie, in terms of like the, what they're trying to do with the financial point of view. They have, to, they have these certain assets, and they have to sell them. If they don't sell them, their company goes bankrupt. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. It's... But if they start selling them and they don't buy any, then other people aren't going to buy them. And they're going to lose money regardless, but they're, they're not going to buy them from them. Yeah. And if they do sell them, though, they uh, they cause a market crash. Mm-hmm. If they don't sell them and they keep them, they just go under. Because if they lose value, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where Jeremy Irons' character comes in. And he's basically saying, well, listen, you could do three things. Um and he, he chooses to be the first one out the door. And so he sells everything. He keeps his firm. Everything is good to go. But he, caused, he causes the crisis. He doesn't care because he still got paid. Yeah. So they... But when Irons is introduced, even before then, who's the, who's the guy under him? Oh, the fucking... Isn't that the guy from The Mentalist or something? I don't know. I thought that, I thought that guy was British. Yeah, the guy who's like young. Like he's like yeah. 43. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes in and he doesn't know what the fuck's happening either. He he goes to Demi Moore. That's her name, right? Yeah. And uh, she's the she's the risk compliance. It's funny though, because they got rid of the other officer, Stanley Tucci's character. Mm-hmm. And so there's only two junior associates mm-hmm. that handle risk. You know how yeah, stupid that is. Yeah, I I love that to be honest. Yeah, like, no, they it's fired hilarious. him the day that that happened. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was such a great. I feel like that could have been its own movie, kind of like <laughs> them trying to find him. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that could have, like, just, like, Quinto and fucking Bagley just, like, running around New York looking for the risk management officer got fired. It's hilarious. It's so funny that they fired him, of all people. Um, Mm -hmm. And funny enough, this has been happening for a year. Like, the risk has been going on for a year. Mm -hmm. So they they should have been aware of it, but they just didn't care. Yeah. But, um, that's, like, some of the finance points I wanted to bring up in the the Mm -hmm. movie. But, um, yeah, the... It's funny that the higher up in management you go, the more useless they become. Oh, yeah. You see that? Like, it was, it got to, so it's Zachary Quinto who figures it out. He goes higher to him, which is Paul. Uh, Paul doesn't. Well, first, he, first he goes to, uh, was it Will? Paul Mattingly? Yeah, yeah, Will, yeah. He goes to Paul. Call, calls him. They have to look for Stanley Tucci. Can't find him. So they get Sam, who's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And then he goes to fucking to uh the 40 year old guy who is equal to demi moore and then they go to fucking jeremy irons yeah and uh they are worthless as farther up as they get they know less and less and less which is Mm -hmm. hilarious because um that's really not true uh obviously the higher Mm -hmm. up you go the more they know it's the less they care that's what it is Mm -hmm. um and so that's what pisses me off about this movie is that it implies as if they're full-on idiots. 
which they're not. It's worse than that. They're not idiots. Mm-hmm. They just don't give a fuck. I think it kind of implies that, though. At least with Jeremy Irons. That's kind of... Like, the, the four-year-old guy, I think, is implied to basically be just an idiot. You know, like, Paul Bentley, like, basically says, like, yeah, sometimes they just, like, hire these, like, guys who are young and they give them a high-end position for no reason. Yeah, but no, like, he, that guy, he also that said... That guy is an idiot. No, but he also said, though, that he's a killer. What do you mean? He, he said that that guy's a killer. Like, the reason mm-hmm. he got in that position is because he's a killer. Hmm. So, like, it's not, like, he's, he, he's looked at as an idiot, but then Paul Bettany says that, that, no, he's actually, like, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, that's... Okay, I, I don't remember that line, then. You, yeah. You, you, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but, but, but at least when it comes to Jeremy Irons, I don't get the implication he's really an idiot. I think it's literally that he doesn't care. Like, the effects of it, he, he literally sees it, and then he goes, okay, just sell him. But, like, he's not getting fired. He's not, like, nothing bad is happening to him. He just is like, I think it's really just, uh, oh, okay, I don't care. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I can see that as well. I think... Like, the... that, that, that one scene you told me about before is, like, you, you kind of ruined it for me because it is really kind of stupid, though. Yeah, yeah. I think the that's, one, yeah. that's the scene why... Because I get what you're saying, and he really does look like he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But it's just that one scene where he's like, speak to me. As if I'm a child. It's like... Yeah, yeah. but that, that's such a screenwriting thing, though. Like, that, that's not even, like... You, you can tell that's not a line they wrote for the character. That's a line they wrote for the audience. So it's like, yeah, okay, exactly. here's where we're going to explain it. Kinda. Kinda. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the only part where I'm like, he is an idiot. But I, I see what you mean, though. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think... I think that's just inconsistent writing, because I think... The way he's portrayed every other time is like pretty smart, but just apathetic. Yeah. In that scene, it's like, okay, we need this scene for the audience. Have him say this line. Yeah. Yeah. Because genuinely, anyone saying that line in the movie, it would probably make no sense. Yeah. Speak to me. Unless the stripper said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Speak to me like a child. Speak to me as if I'm a child. Um, No, uh, no, because they had another scene like that, because Kevin Spacey walks in to. uh, (laughs) Yeah. To the two fucking, he's like, like when he first comes back to the office with Paul Bet- Bentley, and Paul Bentley's like, yeah, like, take a look. He's like, oh, you know, I can't read this. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really? Like, you can't? Did you call him Bentley? Paul Bentley? Is, is that that's what you said? Yeah, that's his name, right? It's not It's not Bentley. What is it again? It's Bentley, isn't it? Bentley? Yeah, yeah, probably. Wait, hang on. Let me look it up. <laughs> yeah, Paul, look it up. Yeah, Paul Bet- Bentley? Yeah, something like that. Bethany? Beth. Bethlehem. Wanda. Fucking. <laughs> Wanda. Fucking Wanda. Um, yeah, Wanda. no, I, I I remember that part too. And it's funny too, because even Paul mm-hmm. doesn't get it. Yeah. Because remember when Zachary, like when he t- gets him back, he's like, what the hell am I looking at? Mm-hmm. Now that could be because like he's just looking at a bunch of numbers and like you, you need it explained, which is fine. But mm-hmm. it, considering how the movie's going, I'm not, I'm not going to give it that. I'm going to give it mm-hmm. the fact that they think he's in. It's implied that everyone's an idiot, and it, kinda, yeah. it's it's really annoying because it, it's kind of like letting them off the hook. A little bit, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. No, I do kind of agree, and I think it kind of. I think the reason it bothers me so much, if it was like maybe more stylized or more like comedic, but yeah. like I think it tries to be very realistic, and I think that's what makes it kind of annoying when it's like just dumb shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. 
Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the positives because I feel like we've just yeah been... yeah yeah because like we're just talking about like nitpicks basically yeah. or like inconsistent like because at the end of the day this is a movie that's trying to explain not even explain the financial crisis but like make a movie about the feeling like yeah. the calm before the storm basically mm-hmm. and I think that because the movie's tense as hell I think it's very effective at setting that mood yeah like it's literally a series of people walking into rooms saying are you ready for it it's, ha- it's, it's happening yeah we're gonna this market's gonna crash baby the, I, what was uh what was the one scene that the one good part of that the jeremy iron scene is he's like you need my one job is to hear the music and right now i don't hear a damn thing yeah. <laughs> and the like, room's quiet cool. too he's like where the fuck are you guys at <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i, I kind of got like eyes wide shut feeling from this you know what i mean yeah i kind of know what you mean i I think when they go to like like when they're driving throughout the city whatever it gets like weirdly like not like experimental but like it gets like kind of like surreal yeah when they're i remember the one scene they're in the taxi cab it's uh quinto and bagley and quinto's like can you believe all these people they're sitting there and they have no idea what's about to happen yeah you know what i mean and i was like shit like that's the like and it was just it was just very like it's not a scene I expected from the movie so like I was just kind of like oh shit yeah uh, the the other part I like about it is that it it shows you how they think and so it it does a poor job I mentioned this earlier but it, it does a poor job of explaining like what they are and like how they mm-hmm. how they're not stupid they just don't care but what it does show you is like the motives like I mentioned before with the Kevin Spacey thing um, yeah 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 and Paul um, another thing I think the lighting is beautiful. Right, the shots. Yeah, I agree with you. They're, yeah, the direction is is very is very good. Yeah, like it's, it makes a lot of exciting scenes out of just scenes in like a boardroom. Yeah, it's it's beautifully shot, and um, the pace is almost perfect, if not perfect. Yeah, I, I perfect runtime, perfect like like everything. Like we've been shitting on this movie a lot, but like when it comes to actual filmmaking, it's top tier. Yeah, it's it's fantastic because the storytelling behind. A lot of it is like very well. I think the acting and the direction carry the movie, where the sometimes the script kind of fails. Yeah, yeah. The and that's the last thing I want to bring up is the acting. We touched on it earlier, but it's dude, it's so fucking good. Yeah, like there, there's tons of scenes in this that could be in like, like you know, best acting of the 2010s compilations on yeah. YouTube. I think yeah. that some even are like there's just I think there's scenes of this movie that have like five million views. It's just like. Like the Jeremy Irons scene and like, or a bunch of other ones. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's and the, the the things that we like about it are the main points of any movie. You know, like they have to. If you knock these things out of the park, then it's going to be at least a three out of five. Yeah, no, exactly. So I, I one last thing I want to talk about. I really like the. Uh, I don't know how you feel about the scene, the montage, where it's like they don't even show, but it's Paul Bettany on the phone. Yeah, like, talking, talking to like. Hey, uh, we're selling this asset, blah blah blah, and then slowly as the day goes mm-hmm. on, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing over there, blah blah. blah. And then he's like, all right, do, do I sell? And then he's like, yes, yeah, sell it. He's like, what? We're gonna lose hundred and thirty million off these. Like, okay, sell it. Like they're just trying to get anything at this yeah. point. Like it, like that, just the desperation and like it's so impersonal too. It's not like you see <clears throat> like Paul Bettany on the phone and he's like, what should I do? What should, like he literally is like. Just random cuts of because this is what all of them are doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're just like 
no there's just like city shots it's like it's so impersonal and i like really love that yeah no it, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful movie and the things that i don't like about it and i think some things that you may not like about it is that i've told you these things like you said like it kind of ruined it because yeah. um if if i didn't tell you anything right about like in general like the stock market or anything like that and what this movie kind of does wrong would would that have changed your rating and the way you watched it no i, I wouldn't even say it it did too much because i feel like i would have noticed that stuff anyway okay i at least would have noticed the kevin spacey like oh i can't read this you know what i mean yeah because i think i can just like like as somebody who writes some scripts like i can see when it's like okay this is where we have to get let the audience know about this you know yeah. what i mean but like yeah like i i i i don't think it affected it that much i think i just became more aware of it from the beginning mm-hmm. where i think if i if i saw this the first time i would have been caught up in the the acting in the direction yeah mm-hmm. if that makes sense but on but if i thought about it i would be like oh that was kind of dumb but like i was thinking that as i was watching it right right I mean. right so yeah for the when i was watching it the first time i i enjoyed it but i i was really annoyed by it and then the second mm-hmm. time i watched it i was like you know what? this is just a really good movie and it does mm-hmm. a good job of just doing an overview of how the feeling was for these guys and then the third and the fourth time I watched it, I was like, nah, bro, I really enjoyed this fucking movie. Yeah, no, it's it's very, very good. I would, um, if, if you have nothing else to say, I'll get on to ratings. Yeah, yeah, I, I have nothing else to say. I'll, um, like I, I said everything that I wanted to say, the positives, the negatives. I think that it's so close to being a five out of five. But since they didn't do a better job of going a little bit more into detail, just giving me a little more. I'm going to give it a four out of five, but I really enjoyed the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'd probably get an eight out of 10, mm. like a, like a middle, maybe just strong eight. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I really, I really enjoyed this. I was expecting, I, cause I, I didn't I, like, I was expecting watching this, maybe being bored, but honestly I was, I was thoroughly entertained for most of it. Did it did it make you want to learn anything more about that that industry or no? Because I think a good movie will sometimes like not inspire. That's like maybe the wrong word, but the lack of a better term, it'll get people be like, you know, I kind of want to do a little bit of research on. It. Did it do that at mm-hmm. all for you? Yeah, I, I I did, but only to kind of like fact check what was going on in here. Right, right. Yeah, okay. where I feel like when I saw the Big Short, I actually wanted to learn more about. Right. Okay. Yeah, which because I think that's a better movie than this. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, I, but yeah, it, it was good. It, it made me want to learn a little bit, but just in terms of like how it was talking about it, like right. for specific to this movie. So, right, right. Yeah, but very, very great movie. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The reason I, um, I picked this was because in the last movie, the porn movie you made me watch, the, mm-hmm. the guy is going through New York and it, it made me, it had a similar feeling and it brought me to this movie. Or how oh, I can going. see that in, in shame. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I picked this movie. But um, yeah, happy you enjoyed it. Happy I got to watch it again. Um, and if there's Wanda nothing else to Wanda. say, we'll uh, yeah. Wa- oh, oh, dude, we forgot to talk about Wandavision. Oh shit, that sucks. <laughs> kind of like the kind of like the ending of Wandavision. Oh, are you shit. gonna like it? All right, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's talk about yeah, that, yeah, and yeah. then we'll, we'll go to the news. But let's take a quick break. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? 
they may drop little hints like beautiful day out even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with geico or yard work is hard much harder than bundling with geico which was easy or it may be even subtler like speaking of burgers we bundled our home and car insurance with geico and saved a bunch of money bundling is easy with geico just ask your neighbors Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. All right, Matthew. Mm. We forgot to talk about fucking WandaVision. Oh, so Wanda, the the finale, mm-hmm. we we missed it, but um that's fine. What the hell did yeah. you just throw something? I just got shot. Sorry, it's all right. <laughs> I took my medication. It was it was it the the pills that the, uh, they have in the OC. Oh yeah, yeah. I took I took the the gunshot medicine, so I'm good. <laughs> um, WandaVision. You so you you said you didn't like it. It was okay. Yeah. I think the show progressively got better as I was watching it, and then it went back to okay for me because of the finale. It just felt like a lot of it was kind of, like, tied up in a nice bow. Like, it just felt like a Marvel action. I think it the finale didn't have the creative energy I felt was going on through a lot of the better episodes previously, if that makes sense. That, that does make sense. I didn't get that vibe because, for me, the show was just there like i always thought mm-hmm. it was okay you, yeah. you, you remember i i always was i always said that it was pretty much okay like there's nothing mm-hmm. special so mm-hmm. i did I, I liked the ending i liked the finale i thought there was gonna be some major problems with it i'm looking at it because i remember you told me a lot of people didn't like it yeah so i'm sitting there watching it i'm like what's the issue the thing is it's just fine like it's a marvel ending. yeah exactly too. it's the most boring way to end this i feel like of course yeah yeah and fucking ralph boner I mean, did you um see the after credit scenes? Yeah, I did. What did you think of those? Did that did that change your mind at all? I mean, the first one, I'm like, okay, whatever, fucking Captain, more Captain Marvel shit. And then the second one was just a rip off of uh the ending of the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. So, so I've that's funny. I've seen I haven't seen both of those movies, so I have no idea how they relate. Could you, yeah, I, the only thing I remember about the Incredible Hulk is that literally the ending is like him in a cabin or whatever, and they uh, they like find him. Mm. So yeah. So was so the the Captain Marvel one. What was that about? Like, do you know what that's they're like, talking that's about? That's the that's the scrolls, like the fucking because uh, that's what the whole thing is. Remember the the after credits of uh, Far From Home, not the good one, the one that where it's like Nick Fury was a scroll the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so basically they're connected with Captain Marvel because like they're the main like side characters of that movie. So it's like when he's saying he wants to see you, I'm guessing it means like the main scroll guy from Captain Marvel. Do I need to see Captain Marvel? Like, is this like the, important? Yeah, the, if if it's the scroll shit, you're gonna have to. Yeah, because if they're gonna do that as the next big thing, which like I don't know why, because they're kind of to be honest like i hope it's like galactus or something yeah Gal- that's what everyone was thinking would be galactus or uh, dr doom oh no they gotta save doom for like the third big one yeah when yeah that one fucking um 
when they finally uh, introduce X Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, when they introduce when they introduce Jim from the Office as Mister Fantastic. Is that who it's gonna be? That's what who everyone wants. Why? I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I can see it, but like, I'm also like, I'm like, I don't know. I want um, who do I want? I want Bob Saget. Bob Saget as Mister Fantastic. Bob's... Maybe in the eighties. I don't know. Yeah, Bob Saget, dog. I thought. Uh, I thought the. Get... I don't, I don't know if his performance was really good because he's, like, British, but he had a terrible American accent. But the guy from the 05 Fantastic Four really looked like him. 05 Fantastic Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, also, there's Miles Teller, but, like, that that was a weird casting. Yeah. Fucking Miles Teller. That, that movie was... Uh, was fan four stick. <clears throat> fan, bo- uh, fan John stick. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, um... Ah, fuck, I'm gonna have to see that. Then. What about the, the WandaVision ending, though? Like, where she was uh, doing all the spells in the, the Doctor Strange world. That was okay. Is, is that setting up for Doctor Strange, or is that just whatever? Yeah, I mean, she's already confirmed to be in it, so yeah. I'm guessing it is. Okay. She is the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, the, the ending for me was fine. I mean, what would you rate the show? <sighs> You don't even have to rate like in terms like like a seven out of ten overall. Really? Maybe like a light seven, maybe strong six. I don't know because it's like it's like pretty good for most. Yeah, I would say it's above that. Maybe above average if we're being generous. If it's a seven, it's a light seven. Because I I I don't know. I don't feel like it's a strong six. I'm I'm feeling a light seven. Yeah, I I really don't know how to rate it on my scale because like it's, it's really not a three out of five, but like. It's, uh, it's it, I'll, I'll give it a two out of five. Like it's it's good enough. That's that's not good. Two out of five. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's forty percent. No, not we're not we're not doing it off that type of scale. It, it's the, I mean, my, you, my, you mean you mean math? We're not doing it. We're not doing math on this fucking show. All right, like let's oh, be honest. Oh my god, the, the math bible. Because it's not it's not like times two. So mine isn't worth. Like, you know how yours is out of 10 and mine's out of 5? It's not like you just double my score and you get your score. Yeah, I guess. So, like, a 2 out of 5 is, like, average. 3 out of 5 is, like, above average. This show isn't really above average. No, it's, like, a, I'd say it's, like, above average. If if I was doing like, it out of yours, if, for, I wouldn't give this a 3 out of 5. But if I was doing it out of yours, I would give this a 6 out of 10. Alright, that makes sense. Yeah. To some people. To the math wizards, it won't make sense. Yeah, to the math wizards. Two out of five. Dude, that, that, it's a fucking genius. Yeah, dude, understand. dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Irons is walking in. So, uh, you just see. I'm just imagining he comes in. And, no, Kevin Spacey walks in. Just sees uh, two divided by five. And he's like, all right, you know I can't read this. Explain this to this me like I'm a child. Yeah, explain this to me like I'm a child. <laughs> It's like, ah, uh, sorry, man. Like, uh, but um, that's comedy. But yeah, yeah I mean, uh, this 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 Wandavision segment kind of went out like a whimper. But honestly, uh, I have not really nothing to say about the ending. All I will say is that Marvel paid seventy one billion dollars to uh, make a boner joke. So there you go. Seven. Yeah. The Quicksilver thing. Yeah. Like that. That that actually kind of pissed me off. Like it. It's like they pay, they literally did the Mandarin twist again. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, I, literally, the director came out and said, yeah, like, I really like the Mandarin twist, so I did it again. It's like one of the most hated moments. Wait, really? 
Yeah, no, I yeah. read an article. It's yeah, I'm happy. I, I'm happy to give it a two out of five. It's not a fucking three out of five. Yeah, I really one of the most hated moments in like the history of this like universe. Yeah, and you're like, let me do it again, but with Quicksilver, a character I think people like even more, especially this version of Quicksilver. Like, yeah. So I don't understand why, like that had to happen. But you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of, I'm a little sad that there's no more Wandavision because it was like a fun segment to do. But no, I'm really not that sad. The ending just kind of was like, oh, okay. I mean, That's I was what... already over the show. Yeah. And we're we're a few weeks behind on this anyway, so I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I think we've given this seven minutes too long anyway. So. Yeah, it's not the OC. So, <laughs> so, I mean, we're done. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to the news, Matthew. Sounds good. So, the news we have here is that... Have you, do you know a guy by the name of George R.R. R. Martin? Yeah, that fucker. Yeah, so he's, um, he's doing some maneuvers in the life of the world. Uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. He's pretty big. I don't think he's maneuvering much at all. No, no, bro. He's, he's making maneuvers. <laughs> Trust me. It's like Wings of Redemption up in here. So. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that was only so funny because I, I didn't expect you to say Wings of Redemption <laughs> at all. Like, whenever anyone brings up Wings of Redemption, I'm shocked. Like, I, uh, I'm shocked. I'm surprised you knew him. I'm, I'm really happy yeah, you no, knew me him. And Matt- or we mm-hmm. need block his last Yeah, I'll have to block it. Um, Me and, yeah. uh... Yeah, him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he brought it up in a group chat. You know that group chat that I'm in? Uh, yeah, the shitty one? Yeah, yeah, he brought it up, and I'm like, fucking hell, like, should I say something? This is hilarious. He's like, I'm and watching he, a Wings of Redemption stream. And then he's like, yo, me and, me and, me and Wings are, uh, picking flowers together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking as wings. nature, as nature told us to do. Yeah, bro. Um, he's uh, he signed a contract with HBO, five year deal. Yeah, um, and... because he wants to die rich and not have to write another book. Good. Because the he still hasn't written the Winds of Winter. The, these books will never come out. He's old. He's fat. And honestly, if the ending of the show is the ending that fucking George wrote, then like I'm good. Obviously, yeah. it'll be more details, but, like, uh, not to, like, spoil it on here, but, like, the just the bare basic essentials of, like, what happened in the story, like, I'm, I'm good, honestly. Yeah. He, he He'll be producing shows for both HBO and HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And he's um doing stuff for Peacock regarding yeah. his other novel. I think he has one. Uh, yeah, like, Wild Cards or something. I uh, don't know what it's called. I didn't write it down. He has I a care. bunch of stupid one, dude. I... Every time I think about Game of Thrones th- fandom, I, like, my head hurts. I always think back to my coworker who said that it was a good ending and people who didn't enjoy it are just bitching for no reason. Yeah, that guy was, like, a fucking paste-eating idiot. <laughs> He's an idiot. And I am I was the biggest Game of Thrones dick writer. Like, if we did the podcast back when I was watching that show, like, I... Yeah, you remember me. Like, we don't... I remember me and Sadly. you would always be at the... Me, like... <laughs> do remember you. You fucker. <laughs> fucking... You remember... Like, we'd go to the gym or something, right? And I just, like, would keep telling you to watch the show. Yeah. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I remember. You were like... I. You were like, I saw the pilot. I like the titties. And I was like, well... All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like the titties. I actually finished the first season. I never told you this. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. 
Yeah, the first season is one of the better seasons. So. Yeah, and then I stopped watching it. Yeah, season two is a little rough, but oh, that's a shame. Um, I remember one day you came to the gym and you were dressed up like in a Game of Thrones attire, that listening to the Game of Thrones theme song while working out. Did and uh, I ignored you the entire time you were there. That still didn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I had a shirt. But, like, that right. was a... Well, I wasn't in attire. I wasn't dressed like fucking, you know, Jon Snow. No, it wasn't Jon Snow. It was, um... What's what's the girl's name? <laughs> Daenerys? Yeah, that's how you dressed it. Jesus, Jesus Christ. And then you were doing core workout, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And I just left. But anyway... <laughs> core workout. Yeah, you you would never. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> Wouldn't but, be uh, me. But, uh... <laughs> The next no, show sir. Not <laughs> me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, uh, the next piece of news we have is uh, Marvel's MODOK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so next up... Uh, no, well, I, do you have uh, anything to say about MODOK? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it's just because you said yeah, I was like, okay, go on then. <laughs> like we have to say for this <laughs> about Modoc. Yeah, John, uh, our our uh, po- podcast favorite, John Hamm, will be on it. Oh fuck yeah! Well, uh, why don't you say that to start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's coming out on Hulu. I think in May. Wait, is he Modoc? He's a uh, Iron Man. What? Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man? Iron Man. Is John well, Hamm really in it? What part of that do you not understand? Why is he Iron Man? Why the, why the fuck would you think he's anything else? As Marvel's next Iron Man. No, 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 no. This is, this is, uh, this is not a movie. It's a TV show. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a claymation. Okay, I'm, I'm looking it up now because you really confused my brain. It made it, made it hurt. I, next time you talk about Marvel's Iron Man, I want you to talk to me like a child. <laughs> Just, I, you know, I can't read read any of these fucking graphs or these articles, you know? Well, let me explain it to you like a rocket scientist I am, because I know rocket scientists make <laughs> yeah, everything you, simple, you, you don't they? did your thesis on uh, Tesla propeller blades or whatever. <laughs> Dude, isn't it funny that, that a rocket scientist is making something simpler? How does that make sense? What yeah. has Elon Musk ever made anything simpler, like when he's describing something? He's like, oh, you know, if uh, I smoke this weed, I will actually uh, beat my girlfriend. Well, actually, oh my does he? God. No, he doesn't do that. Just, Jesus. <laughs> he, he doesn't do he, he doesn't do that. He just verbally abuses her while he smokes weed and goes on Twitter all day, putting like GTA 5 memes. He's a, he's a great dude. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Netflix or Hulu's Modoc. <laughs> uh, I'm excited because of John Hamm. I'll, I'll watch it. Good. Um... You'll be on there for 30 seconds. Hell yeah, dude. But, um, no, the trailer actually looks pretty good. It, it actually looks hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, um, you should watch the trailer when you get the chance. It looks very good. I enjoyed it, um, and I'll be watching it. But I'm pretty sure he's a special guest star. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah. I'll watch that episode, then. Just you know, you should one. watch all of them. Yeah, it's just like... Because it looks very good. And I know you're not doing anything in the sewers, you fucker. Yeah, I'm st- I'm staring at the ceiling right now, just wondering why, why I'm still here. What's my purpose? Why would you choose to be Iron Man? Why would someone choose to be in the sewer? 
Um, God damn it, Don, you've done it again. God damn <laughs> You know, I've been watching a lot of Mad Men recently. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah, we should do a podcast on it. Yeah, we should do a whole podcast episode just about like it, the show and its themes. And then for some reason have that be our most viewed episode. Maybe we already did that. Why would someone choose to be on a podcast with Rick? Why would someone choose to be an idiot? What would someone what would someone choose to watch Modoc? Speaking of choosing. Mmm. New Transformers. New Transformers. New Transformers. Uh Michael Bay? Michael no, Michael Viglia. Michael what? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Marco Ramirez, who made The Defenders for Netflix, will be writing the script. Oh, didn't that show suck? I didn't I see have, it. I don't watch those shows. I don't like Marvel. I I watched... Uh, Daredevil was really good. Jessica Jones, the first season, I remember being good. Uh, I heard... I heard Luke Cage was okay. I never saw it, and then Iron Fist. I I heard was like the worst show ever. So I'm a, I'm I usually watch uh, Agents of Shield mm-hmm. regularly. Oh, only Agents of Shield. Yeah, and uh, Agent Peggy Carter. I actually like that show. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good, but I never Peggy saw Car- it. Yeah, I never watch Agents of Shield because I'm not a fucking weirdo. But Peggy Agents Carter was of good. Shield. I said Agents. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, Angel Manuel Soto, or Angel Manuel Soto, I don't know how the fuck you do it, will be directing it. Alright, alright, alright. Do you have any thoughts on this? You like, I, I spent like hours and hours searching the databases of fucking you news. You took five minutes news. before the podcast, <laughs> you scum Mr. Pity Party over here. Yeah, I, I spent You're hours... You're looking it up as we're talking about margin call, probably. <laughs> this bitch, dude. I spent hours doing research for you to just say, alright, alright, alright. <laughs> I mean, uh... Fuck, what did you talk about again? I can't fucking believe <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway dude so yeah so um transformers yeah, yeah. um i'm i'm uh, well the last one was pretty decent i heard the one with john cena so hmm. maybe it's a good trend where it's like when michael bay doesn't direct movies they're good so, yeah it's funny how that works yeah but it's um, okay skid and mud flap uh, this... are gonna be in it so don't worry aren't they getting their own movie no, there's no way. I think so. <laughs> you made that up. No, I didn't make that up. I'm pretty sure that's happening. Yo, read? We don't really do much reading. <laughs> I think it's scene. I think it's um coming out in the month of February too. Mm-hmm. For you know. For Valentine's Day? For, for... <laughs> oh, no. Can you just cancel the podcast? Can someone please cancel us? Please. Can we, get, to... can we get canceled like David Dobrik already? You think I'll have to bleep that out? Oh, that's tough, dude. You think I'm... I'm I'll do it. <laughs> Don't bleep that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stop. Good, go to the fucking next, next news. I'll pay attention, I swear. Just stop. 
will not be part of the main universe. So the next Transformers then movie. Then what are you they even making it for? Listen, bro. They got to keep the rights before Marvel takes it, okay? Oh, my God. Dude. Uh, Optimus Prime is going to stop Doctor Doom. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I'd be like Ready Player One, but good. Oh, no. Hey, fuck uh, you, buddy. Fuck uh, you. Uh, Okay, or yeah. Hulk two thousand three was great, so was that movie. Yeah, yeah, that movie is really good. Um, is there anything you have to say on Transformers? No, you're an asshole. <laughs> okay, well, if you don't speak on this one, you're racist. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. uh, static shock. What is that? Static shock. What is that? You're, you're racist. Fuck, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, it was a trick question. You, you look him up, and then you, I want you to go to images, and I want you to tell me why you don't know this man. <laughs> Static shock? Yeah. I'll wait. Go ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Static shock. <laughs> he's, got, he's got fucking dreads too. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? It's just so funny because I have no idea what this is. Like, I don't even, like, there's no nostalgia. Like, oh shit. Like, I genuinely have no idea what the fuck static shock is. All I see is a picture of fucking static shock next to, uh, next to Jaden Smith. And I just started dying laughing. Okay. <laughs> like, co- like fucking, what the fuck? Why is it this one picture, it's like him, right? With like his dreads that are like so poorly animated. It looks like a fucking, like they're drawing the fucking, uh, like a wave or something next to some white guy with a football helmet. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Does he use the power of lightning to fly? Oh no, no no no. What he what he actually does is um he takes the electricity mm-hmm. from Texas mm-hmm. and he caused uh, the massive uh event that happened in Texas. Oh he he actually uh you know some, some superheroes they, they stop their villains. Uh you know static shock, he makes the move. So he made Ted Cruz move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. He's like, just go away. Ted, oh, come on. He's, he's gonna make Texas go away soon. <laughs> oh, that's tough, dude. You Jesus. really need to see that. Static yeah. shock. How do you Californians like it now, you fuckers? It's yeah, Rick, so uh, do you have anything to say about static shock? Yeah, speaking of static shock, I'm happy you mentioned them. So, <laughs> Randy McKinnon, is that how I pronounce it? Who the fuck cares mm-hmm. about names? We'll be writing um this uh the script for it. Um. Mm-hmm. He will be writing, in the past, he has done stuff for Disney+, Plus, the show Safety, and they are making Static Shock into a uh, feature-length film. Mm. Um, when I, uh, when Justin saw Static Shock in general, like, he was really hyped that they had the show on a certain streaming service yeah. on HBO Max, so he knows what Static Shock is, and I'm assuming that a fair bit of people know who Static Shock is, mm-hmm. and uh, they will be happy that he is getting a film made from him mm-hmm. the the animated show it's on hbo max by the way um the show was very successful 
and uh, I think they're doing like a comic series for him, like a, maybe a new one, um, and they will be making a movie of it as well. Michael B. Jordan and uh, Reginald Hudlin, is that how you say it, will be yeah. producing, will, will be producing uh, these this movie as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> static shock. Damn. Yeah, static shock. I he thought you would have had something. No, uh, he seems cool. Uh, I, Why do you say I, that? Like, it was just fun. <laughs> it, it just seems like a cool character. He's okay. static shock. Okay. I just thought it was funny because I have no idea who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and and when, when you say, oh, yeah, if you don't like him, he's racist. And the first thing I see is this black guy on a on the Silver Surfer uh, fucking surfboard with dreads. Just like... <laughs> like with... He stole it? Don't, don't <laughs> no, stole I know. Officer, get him! Oh, Silver Surfer called the police on Static Shack. <laughs> police, police, help me! Uh, that man with dread stole my surfboard. He's flying it around with static energy. Get him! Sick him! Uh, excuse me, that uh, that uh, rap scallion over there stole my surfboard. <laughs> that rascal over there. Yeah, that's a little rascal. Fucking hell! So uh, yeah, that's enough about Static Shock. Uh, are you, will you be watching this movie? Maybe. I might be a racist if I don't watch it. Yeah, or sexist. Maybe if there's like a woman in there. Yeah, they have a they uh they get uh the woman who's playing James Bond to uh to fucking to be Static Shock. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is that sentence made sense. Like you know what I meant. Like, it's just the fact that it's real, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a great fucking podcast. <laughs> static shock. Oh, uh, this is gonna be a clip. I hope you know. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. Uh, Thank you, static shock. You saved us. You saved the podcast. Another racist clip. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. This, this would be the one to get more views. Oh, Fuck, dude. Oh my god, this is beautiful. I'm telling you, you, know, you will you know, get canceled. Our, most of our views are when we talk about social issues, you know? Uh, yeah, so, well, well, stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, it, it's, um, we, we, we bring uh, the, the Hollywood life into the real world. We are yeah. the, we're the middlemen. We are the new age. We are the new age outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? I'm not That's... gonna say because Roadgun had a stroke today or something. Oh, word? Yeah, no, actually, he had a stroke yeah. today. He's in the hospital. Wow. I'm not kidding. Well, yeah, he actually did. That's um, in honor but, uh, of that. Let's I take can a... make I can make fun of Billy Gunn now. I'm an ass man. Um, with that, let's take a break. <laughs> Are you in excruciating pain brought on by your son, daughter, or spouse suffering from addiction? The sleepless nights, the constant worry, and the feelings of isolation. Recovery Centers of America wants you to know you're not alone. Addiction destroys families. But if you call Recovery Centers of America today at 1-888-RECOVERY, your loved one can begin to recover, and so can your whole family. At Recovery Centers of America at Capital Region and Bracebridge Hall, your loved one will be treated with compassion and dignity by expert addiction professionals while recovering in a world-class facility. 
Family Support Services will give you knowledge, connection, and community so that you can begin to heal and recover as well. Call 1-888-RECOVERY today. Recovery Centers of America accepts insurance, provides transportation, and offers intervention services at no cost. Patients are admitted 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. All right, Matthew. Mm. That wasn't even a fucking break, but whatever, I'll take it. Um, You have a movie to recommend to me, you fucker? Yeah, so uh, I saw Kevin Spacey in this movie, right? And I was pretty inspired. Oh, Uh, are you going to do it? Am I going to do what? What am I going to do? Are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to recommend the movie Nine Lives, where he plays a cat. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Oh, thank God. (laughs) As, yeah, the fucking uh, that that was his last big role. That's the funny part. Oh, like that's his legacy. No, it's not. Fuck you. Don't do that to my boy. That's that, that your boy. <laughs> do you really want to die on this hill? <laughs> this guy's like, oh, I'm gonna get canceled. He's like, oh yeah, my boy Kevin Spacey. My like, boy fuck Kevin you. Spacey. My boy. That's <laughs> my boy. But no, I uh, there's a movie I wanted to see for a long time, uh, directed by David Fincher that happens to have Spacey in it. So. Uh, it's called Seven. Oh, I thought you were going to say LA Confidential. Fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll do that one day. But no. Uh, fucking, yeah, Seven. I want to watch movie Seven. Brad Pitt. Morgan Brad Freeman. Pitt? Morgan yeah. Freeman? Yeah. David Fincher. Guy can who I, directed. Can I, look him, can I look it up? Yeah. Oh, it's a Not crime. Not too much, because it's like a murder mystery. So. Oh, that, that works for me. When retiring, police detective William Somerset. That's a fake movie fucking name. William, William Somerset. Som- <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You know what that name is, dude? That's it's like how can we symbolically show that like like uh the sun is setting on his <laughs> life? Oh Somerset. Uh, <laughs> well yeah, speaking of that, he is tackling a final case. One last case, baby. Yeah. They soon realize they're dealing with a uh, Kevin Space is a serial killer. Why are they doing that to him, bro? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. Stop it! It happens. Stop it! Well, listen, man. It's been it's been a pleasure mm-hmm. having you. Did you just fart? No. Okay. No, I, I just just talk to me like a child, Rick. So talk to it's... me like a child. Well, thanks for coming on, Matthew. <laughs> it's it's it, thanks for having uh, thanks for having me in your company, man. Did you like it? Yeah, dude, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're having a fire sale, and uh, you're the first asset we're letting go. I'm the only one on the podcast now. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a fire sale. So. Uh, how much are you selling me for? Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I have to pay someone to take you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it so, but it's like a trade. So I'm getting static shock, 
as my podcast partner now. See, you can't you can't save it. No, yeah, they already think you're racist. You can't. You're literally kicking no, out a minority. No, I'm, I'm getting static shock. Like, like you know, they they already think you're racist, bro. Don't don't even try it. Yeah, it says the guy it says Kevin Spacey is my boy Rick over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my boy. that's my boy yeah you've never been more excited than when you were willing to jump on the opportunity to call kevin spacey your boy <laughs> like you've never been happier your entire life that's you know what part. i'm going to the take fuck you Matthew. oh you motherfucker um w c w sean uh. did you know about this oh uh, i don't know man <laughs> oh god Fuck yeah. Well, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us, listeners. If you stayed this far, you had a very fun time, I hope. Or you were offended. Mm-hmm. Probably, either, yeah. Either way, either way. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, either way. But, um, yeah, I'll, uh, we'll see you guys later. See you guys. Peace. Goodbye, you fuckers. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. From earaches to strep tests, there's Miniclinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit Miniclinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See miniclinic.com for details.